Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, party people. Can't hit you with the yo because... Hi, I'm Brittany. <laughs> I know you know by now, but... Still. You early. I didn't even introduce myself. Listen. <laughs> the church is in mourning. The church is... Okay. The saints are I'm Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And I'm Brittany L. Smith, Sweet Magnolia Season 2, coming to Netflix February the 4th. An early birthday present to me, so make sure you binge Season 1 now. All right. <laughs> um, we're not cross-eyed or cock-eyed. Um, we have two cameras in front of us. Yes. So that's why we're like looking up, down, looking up, down, whatever, whatever. But my phone has been buzzing for the last 30 minutes. Um, the saints are hurt. Uh, about these beautiful people. Devon Franklin and Megan Good have officially filed for divorce. Moment of silence. We are hurt. I'm hurt. I'm not ready. I'm, I, mm, I, mm. And... Everyone has been messaging me, I guess, because I, one, support their union, and I'm celibate, and I read the weight at the beginning of my celibacy journey, and it actually helped me, and so I just think people are, of course, messaging me because they're like, what's my opinion as someone who supports Megan and Devon and would never want them to get a divorce? Never, right. I never want anyone to get a divorce except... <laughs> Don't you pinpoint those people, people out. <laughs> who are getting abused mentally, emotionally, or physically, physically in their relationship. Mm -hmm. But if those things are not what's happening, I don't support divorce because my husband must know in our prenup, like my prenup ain't going to be much about money. It's going to be more about if you leave me, you die. And you sign off on it because I don't get charged if I kill you. I feel like that's fair. Because ain't no divorce. What is that? What are we talking about? The what? What is that word? <laughs> that word no longer exists in my vocabulary once I jump the broom. What are you talking about? What Where What you talking about? I'm over here spitting and clapping with my words. That's how we feel today. We sad. feel all of the emotions. I get really loud. I'm sorry. I feel all the emotions. I'm the loud one. She's getting loud. She feels the emotions. <sighs> so I will let her go first because my mood is different from everybody else's. And I'll kind of explain why. I'm hurt. We'll let her explain because she's more sane right now. But I'm in my feelings, okay? She done told me Drake. three minutes ago <laughs> that Devon Franklin filed for divorce from Megan Good. So and he I filed? Just, yeah, I Googled it. It, 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 it was him. Yeah. I could be wrong, but the point is I didn't get to filed. research because I was driving when it happened. Oh. <laughs> See, she was on the way. Because usually and, I'm the researcher. <laughs> and finds out. And I just, I'm hurt. I'm still hurt. So um, he filed for divorce. They've been married for nine years. And um, for me, that was really, really hurtful because you, you, as someone who's like faith-based and as they are faith-based and you see people come together. And they wrote a wonderful book wrote that helped millions of people. Book early on in their marriage too. Yes, that helped uh, millions of people. Wait. The lessons and practicality in it are still great. Um, yeah, I'll get into that. And and so to see them and people 
of faith who are who both love God, who are both in a seemingly healthy relationship mm-hmm. and both um, uh, both harbor fidelity towards one another. You know, nobody's caught cheating or living a crazy life or anything like that is really, 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 really hard. And I've had another friend who both of them were both believers and both had got in their relationship and they still got divorced. And it's mm-hmm. like soul crushing. It's really, really, really sad. So I'll be in and out with my feelings. I may be louder. I may be softer. I'm having all the emotions. Experience them with me. It's going to be a roller coaster <laughs> tonight. I, you know, it's a bittersweet moment because the bitterness, of course, is the divorce. But the sweet part is they get to see the side of you that I see all the time. <laughs> because she's just like this polished shell, but on the inside is a ghetto lady twerking. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them your nickname that I have for you. Hey, we're not there but yet. <laughs> one day she'll reveal it. But I know the truth. The people don't. Now they're going to find out. And I enjoy it. I can't do this with you. <laughs> I enjoy it, honey. Um, I'm okay. hurt, Ashley. I'm hurt. So tell when us the why rumors first came out. Was it a couple of weeks, months ago? It was like a month ago. Um, of course I investigated because people were like, is there trouble in paradise? We haven't seen them together. We haven't seen them photographed together. Mm-hmm. And then I went on both of their Instagrams. I'm like, they're right. They're still hyping each other's projects. No, up. no. Oh, really? No, no. On their Instagram, there was no, at the, at the time, a month ago, if you go on their Instagram right now, there's no them together. They weren't out together at events, important events at the premieres. None of that. They weren't in pictures together. Well, so before it was before Harlem came out. So it was before the premiere. But even at the premiere, he wasn't there. Yes. But see, here's my thing from somebody who was just like, oh, whatever. You know, they're good. Like sometimes married people are not there. You know, you don't know what somebody else's schedule is like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even when you're happy, you're not posting your spouse all the time. So I'm just thinking like, okay, you know, they're living their life outside of the public eye. They're doing what normal spouses do. It's just like. Okay, cool. Well, as a blogger, <laughs> my thought was, let me investigate what's being brought up. Really what was good. being brought up was, is there trouble in paradise because there are no pictures of them together? Mm-hmm. There's nothing on here showing that they're as happy as they used to because it used to be game nights all the time with Grace Byer and her husband, I which is too. right they as well, I can't as well it. as like all of these other pictures and I don't care what you're doing. You know, when premieres come up, fam, you know, when they come up, cause if it was you and your husband that show up before your premiere, it ain't no excuses. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm over here. Like, why is she even talking like this? Cause you already know you, you gonna to swing on, no, you gonna swing on him. As soon as you see him, it's just like, it's a flying, <laughs> it's a flying fist. Like you basically superwoman across the room. But, so, a few things for me, though. So, when I seen that happen, I brought it up to Brittany, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to pray for them. I feel in my spirit, I need to pray for them because I pray for a lot of celebrities. I pray for Kanye all the time because, you know, it's Kanye. I pray, you know, I pray for Trump because I'm like, bro, if you leading this country, I need to pray for you because I need you to have a little bit of sanity going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... Before he exited, like, I pray for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I felt like even if I don't know these people, I'm going to pray for these people. Like, I'm the girl who, when I say I'm going to pray for you, I'm, like, actually going to pray for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I pray for them. 
But here's my hardest thing. Okay, so if you guys follow me, follow me, know me, know me. I lead a, a life group, which is basically just a small Bible study on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So I'm really big into my word. Like, I read my Bible. I don't just listen to the pastor. I actually read it. I open it and she I read reads, it. We actually read, but she actually reads the full chapters, the full <laughs> verses yes. in the book. I even we have don't a... just take scriptures and then run with it without ex- knowing where exactly. it's before or after it. I even have a concordance. If you don't know what a concordance mm-hmm. is, it is when the Bible was written. Don't you have two? I only have one. Oh, it's really big. Two. It's huge. When the Bible was written, it was written in Hebrew and Greek. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand that even when it was translated over to words, it was the only word that matched. But a lot of the times those words in English don't mean the same in Greek and Hebrew. Mm -hmm. So when a a word comes up that is confusing me, I'm going to my concordance and I'm trying to figure out like, hey, yo, what really did y'all mean with this? Because I'm not understanding it over here. So I said all that to say... My view on Christianity is a lot different from the societal view from mixed with religion and Christianity. Uh So I didn't grow up in church. Jesus found me. I can't even say I found Christ because he chose me. I didn't choose him. That's in the Bible. Um, I was 24 when I got baptized. And I enjoy it because I know both sides. I know the side of not being a Christian, but I also know the side of being a Christian, Mm -hmm. right? The hardest thing about Christianity is we can't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. We can't make mistakes. You're not. You're so not think of it like this. If a pastor makes a mistake, we're the only people scrutinized to a point where if that person makes a mistake, you full on going to leave the congregation. Full on going to leave Christianity just because the pastor made a mistake. Well, yeah, leave Christianity. You going to full on leave Christianity. You you ain't going to no other church. You ain't going to no other pastors. You's like, peace to Christianity because the pastor made a mistake. But riddle me this. You go to a hairstylist. That hairstylist messed your hair up. What are you going to do? You're going to find another hairstylist, right? You're not going to say, I'm never going to a hairstylist again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's what happens in Christianity. For some reason... We're supposed to be perfect, although all up and through the New Testament of the Bible, it says nobody's perfect but Christ and God. We all fall short. All of us. But Christianity is the only place where you don't get to make a mistake. So I already know what's about to happen. You'll really love God. God can be really with you. Oh, you ain't really this. You ain't really that. So what's about to happen with the Meg and Devon divorce is all of these people are going to come out like, see, there's no God. God isn't real. Um, people who wait for marriage, they're stupid. See, you said. shouldn't. No. <laughs> like, you shouldn't do it because look what happens when you do. Look what it happens. doesn't make you blah, 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 whatever, 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 whatever. And so as a person, person who's a Christian, I'm here to say, shut up. (laughs) I'm going to tell you to shut up because here's the thing. As a person who's been celibate for going on five years in April, I started out, I'm not going to lie to you. When I started my celibacy, it was solely to get a man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was solely because I felt like this is my journey Mm -hmm. to purity to clean my coochie out (laughs) from all the past ghetto negroes she had a time with y'all she's like i'm gonna find my man in six months i said because meg in the book she found hers in nine (laughs) i just knew god was gonna deliver me between nine and twelve 
Like, come on, Jesus. She's like, I'm going to meet him at six months. Exactly. And period. And period. That and period. So, full on going into celibacy was like, listen, I'm going <laughs> to need me a man. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's why That's I started. But in the midst of that, I was growing in my relationship with Christ. So after year about three, because about two, I was upset. I didn't celebrate. One I was, was like, rough. seeing her around F, here, one was rough. F all this. Yes. I don't care about it anymore. Yeah. Y'all can suck things. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. So after like year three, I really started recognizing my growth in Christ. And I realized that. I don't do anything, not even celibacy for a man, for anybody else, but Christ. Was there something that made you feel like it like clicked in your brain? Like, oh, this isn't for a guy. This is for me and my relationship. Was there anything like a situation that happened or it just clicked in your head? No, I have moments with, because I have moments with God, because I have quiet time with God daily. I don't just wait to go to church and listen to the pastor speak i literally wake up every morning and i pray and i go to sleep praying Mm -hmm. when i get in my word i just have moments with god where i realize like oh that's what it was for Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of like those prayers that are answered like it's just that comes in that quiet time the intimate time and i realize like yo if I'm doing this for any other reason than God, I'm not going to make it. You're not. I'm not going to make it. We're not going to take it. We're not going to take it. <laughs> <leave> it. <laughs> We're not going to make it. So I'm saying all that to say. Oh, and the other thing, the other week I had a moment with God um, because I was watching something on YouTube. And it was a beautiful young lady and she was celibate as well. And then I just started thinking about all the beautiful celibate young ladies who waiting for marriage, who ain't in no relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a scam. <laughs> this is a scam. This is a scam. This is a scam. Warning. God, this is a scam. <laughs> Why all the beautiful, wonderful women of God who out here waiting to save in their punani. With healthy souls. With healthy souls is single. This is a scam. You all had to tell me something, God. This is how we talk. Yeah, and I'm like, he gonna tell me tomorrow. Three seconds later, he literally said, "Cause usually God, he gonna hit you with a question." <laughs> he said, "What are you doing it for?" So, what are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. When you look at people like Devon and Megan, and you've been on your celibacy journey, and you've been waiting patiently. And you've been hoping, praying, and wishing for a marriage like theirs. Mm-hmm. A and marriage like Sierra's and Russell's. Your singlehood and your and you, you're single and you're waiting and you're holding on to hope. When you see people like that break up, when you read their book, and that's the reason you probably started celibacy, when it happens, you have to go back to the drawing board. What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for man, Megan, and Devon? Or are you doing it for God? Mm-hmm. And it's hard because I know uh, for some people, we talked about this in one of our other episodes, like people may never have lived 
in a situation where they got to see a healthy marriage or oh, they no. got to be in a healthy relationship. So people sometimes, a lot of the times with social media and public figures, they look to them as like, oh, that's the example yes. that I never had. That's something yes. that I can like look forward to and model my life after because I've never seen it in my family, never seen it with my friend's family, da da da. And so now you like, whether you know it or not, put these people up on a pedestal who are pedestal, like, honey. they can do no wrong. They will never do any wrong. They will always be this, that, and the third. And then it ends up not going the way that you thought. And you're like, oh, so no matter what happens, this I too am going to end up in that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that same thing happen to me. And that's what is problematic if you are not focused on what you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're thinking that like, oh, I just want to do it so I I can be famous and have the books and be the couple goals. People love to be throw out couple goals. I mean, hardcore. Or what's the other one? Um, power couple, power couple, couple goals, couple something, whatever. You know, all of that stuff I'm is for what real. Looking no, for. seriously, Our, this whole power couple. What what kind of power y'all getting? Like, tell me, explain it to me. Because buying Gucci Louis Prada and having matching shoes and cars, what kind of power is that? Like, all y'all doing is, like, building wealth and all of this stuff like that. That's great. That's wonderful. That's that's phenomenal. But if you are even building wealth. If you are, unless you build a flex, and we ain't going to talk about that. Building flex. <laughs> that's what. But <laughs> it's just, like, how does that make you a power couple? I think for me, I'm more focused on being influential. I'm more focused on being effective. How can I change somebody's life and make it better? Well, see, that's the thing. So if you're not focusing on like what you're doing it for, what are you like doing your singleness for? Because some people choose to be single or some people are single until God sends their mate to them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, God, if it's not for me, if mm-hmm. this is not the one that you have for me, mm-hmm. I don't want it. I'm currently there right now and I'm like trying to pray away. I don't want We're there right other... Now person i'm not taking any more l's i want the person that you have for me i will learn at the relationship i will learn how to be a partner in a relationship i will learn marriage i will learn all this stuff but i me speaking for me cannot do it with somebody else if i'm about to break up with them i'm just so i'm just gonna have to wait until god sends the right person because not gonna do it okay i know y'all questions is coming so i'm gonna ask it to myself ashley what about me i've been waiting and they were my only hope and they got a divorce so what's the point i'm gonna tell you this um the point is god and that's why your relationship got to be tight. That's why your why got to be tight. Because if your why is not in God, then you're not going to make it. But let me be practical with you. I look at Christian marriage like I look at worldly marriage. Worldly what marriage I mean is-, is we are human. We make mistakes. And marriage is hard. Let's go to all Christian marriage. Tamala man, David man. Um, They didn't wait till marriage, but they have a godly marriage. Mm-hmm. Erica Campbell and um her dude. He cheated on her. They still together. Even her other sister, Mary Mary, they cheated. Still together. Um, I look at all marriage the same. Nothing is perfect. Nice. It's people out here like, no. But for me, like, deal breaker. Cheating? What? 
what we talking about? What? No. Right. Because I really don't feel like getting <laughs> you out of jail. I don't, I don't Like, know. what are we talking about? But at the really same time, like what I'm saying is, we just like going back to that hair stylist example, we can't feel like just because they just so happen to be Christian and they're married that Christianity don't work. Or that waiting on God for your marriage don't work. Mm -hmm. We got to get out of that mindset. Because again, you're not gonna leave a you're not gonna leave the whole hairstylist industry just because a hairstylist got your style wrong. Right. No, you're just gonna go find somebody else. Right. Same thing. Let's stop putting so much weight on other people's marriage for your example and just wait for you to be your own example. To be your own example. Be your own example. Because at the end of the day, my marriage is not gonna be the same as Ashley's marriage. Her marriage is not gonna be the same as my marriage because I'm Brittany, she's Ashley. Her mate is her mate. My mate is my mate. And even though we both have a relationship with God, even though our marriages will be godly and everything, they're still going to be different because that's just what our assignment is. Marriage is marriage. And for people who are married, whether you're a saint, whether you're not, whether you're of the world, whether you're of God, marriages are hard. Marriages have difficulties. Marriages, I mean, and it doesn't have to be like we have, we're working through cheating for some people, yes. But marriages with people who are both faithful, they still have they problems. They still are. They still have the things to work through. And especially marriages with kids, because that's a whole nother level. Marriages with 2021. 20, you know? And social media. And social media. So those are all different things. So everybody will have their own experience, but it's you and your person. It's you and what your foundation is. It's you and your why. It's you and being healthy. And now we don't know why he we filed no for clue. divorce. I think we're still like in the new phases. I think it said he filed yesterday, which is December 20th. I mean, you talk about in the new but, phases, girl. It just We just found out an hour ago. So <laughs> yes, we're in the new phases. Yes. But I just want to say this for all the people who are naysayers who are going to come on here and be like, I'm stupid because i'm talking about god listen if you was depending on them to make it for you to stay celibate go get your coochie wet oh go god. get your coochie wet go get it wet i want you to go get it wet i want you to go get it wet right now and i want you to come back to me and let me know how that made you feel did it help you get closer to your man no. did it help you feel more whole do you feel guilty do did it help i don't even care about the guilt because Listen, I love to get my coochie wet right now, but at the same time, it's not going to help me towards my goal of marriage. My goal is still marriage, period. If they got a divorce or not, like it's still marriage. That's not helping me towards my goal. Anyone who comes to me and asks me for dating advice, my first question to them is, what is your goal? If your goal is marriage, tell me what you're doing. Tell me the activities you're doing to prepare for that. But if your goal is casual relationship, bust a wide open, my advice is going to be very different to you. Now, is it Because it's like, what? what's your goal? Because if you telling me you want to go 75 north, I'm going to point you in one direction. But if you telling me you want to go 85 south, I'm going to point you in another direction. Mm -hmm. it, you got to tell me what is your destination. But my advice is going to be different. Even oh, Yes, to, to say that is absolutely accurate. But also, like, are you just want marriage because you just want somebody to put a ring on your finger? Because marriage and being married to a suitable person are two different things. I know plenty of people who want to get married and have said yes to people who absolutely made their lives miserable. <laughs> and But they're like, I wanted marriage, but that's not what I meant. What I meant was like, oh, well, you didn't say that. You didn't well, have like the Well, that's a whole different subject. Well, I'm, I want people to be like, No, no, I want to shift that. into that subject because oh. that subject is the re divorce rates right now are high, period. 
They're high, period. Not just because of a Christian or or worldly or Buddhist or Buddhist or um, Muslim. (laughs) I'm just naming all of them. Like all of them are high, especially post. And I feel like it's because of what Britney said. Everyone looks at the word marriage. I wish I had something that said marriage differently. Everyone looks at it different. So you have to figure out what does a marriage look like to you. And before you go into a marriage, I'm pretty sure you have to ask that person, what does it look like to you? You got to have that conversation. Because if y'all don't have that conversation, y'all not going to make it. <laughs> and if you, because one, yes, exactly. Because what looks like marriage to you may not be marriage to me, may not be anything I want to be a part of, actually. And that definitely <laughs> changes. And so you need to have that conversation with somebody because compatibility and suitability are two different things. What do you think the top three reasons for people getting divorced so quickly nowadays so are? Sad. Um, I do. These think- are that now. These are our opinions. You can get on here and you can call us single, and we don't know what we're talking about, and you can call us all kinds of names, and I it don't know. matter because I ain't gonna read the comments. But <laughs> do your thug dizzle. Do uh, your thug dizzle. A lot of but people- this is just my opinion from somebody who's thirty-two who has. Talk to married people. I study marriage because I want to be married and I want to understand what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And that's just even outside of my Christianity and my values. Like these are questions that I ask because they're necessary because I want to know what am I getting myself into? What is it? Because even if I wasn't getting married, I still wouldn't be out here getting my coochie wet. And that's because before I started celibacy, all sex did was hurt me, baby. Mm -hmm. That's all it did. All it did was drain me and... Make me give my coochie to somebody who didn't deserve it. You ain't deserve this coochie. Make me question myself. Make me feel like I'm less than worthy because I understand now the value of this vagina (laughs) and I'm not giving it to y'all. Like, come on. No, I'm straight. I'm straight. Like, mm mm-mm. Because I've even thought about it. I'm sorry. I've even thought about giving it to some of these jokers and not even waiting to marriage. But none of them even, you you couldn't even wait and, and put in the work required. All I'm asking is a little bit of effort. Like, for real? Effort is a curse word. For real? Effort is a four-letter word. What? (laughs) What? Okay, I'm done. Um, I don't know why people get divorced nowadays, but I know, like, legally, probably the number one reason is cited is irreconcilable differences. I know I said that wrong. Irreconcilable. Yes, irreconcilable differences. I said it right that time. Um, when I don't, and that just seems like an umbrella statement to me. It's just like, whatever we could put whatever we want underneath it. I don't know if people have the time or making the time to make things work. Um, are what do you think irreconcilable differences are? That's what I'm saying. It's like sometimes people don't have the schedules. Somebody travels a lot. Somebody doesn't travel a lot. You're never here. If you're never here to work on your marriage, that's the thing. Some people, it may be a sex-related thing. Some people may be like, well, now that we're always together, you know, like maybe your sex life doesn't suit this sex life. I don't know. Could be faith-based. It could be political-based. It could be- The politicians didn't mess up a lot of marriages. A lot Um, of folks got divorced over Trump, boy. Right. (laughs) It's just like, I've been married to you for how long and you support who now? Exactly. Um- and uh, a, a reconcilable differences also can just mean we argue a lot or I don't have time to make this work or you're not making as much as me or I don't feel like supporting you financially. Like I want someone financially on my level. Da, 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 da. It can be an umbrella of things. Um, so I think 
that's what it is. I know, especially in entertainment business, that's what a lot of people file. So that's what I'm going with. I'm going to tell you my three. Your three? My three. Social media. Hmm. Um, social media. <laughs> One is going to always be social media. Um, two is going to be a lack of awareness. Hmm. And three is going to be, how I'm going to put this, um, instant gratification. Oh, I think instant gratification should be first. I get it. Okay. I'm going to take you out through Social media, number one. Um, Social media. So, if you don't know, I have a master's in positive psychology, which is the study of positive emotions. So, in one of my studies uh, on self-worth, it talks about how constant exposure to images that you feel look better than you are or are better than your life instantly decreases your self-esteem, your Mm -hmm. self-worth, right? So if you're in a marriage and you having a bad day with your partner, they getting on your everlasting nerves and you go on Instagram and you probably been talking about it and you know, your phone be sneaking and geeking and be putting, pulling up stuff (laughs) that you've been talking about them algorithms so you are annoyed with your partner. So you on there. Everybody seem happier than you. <laughs> Everybody happier than you. As when all the on that day. Pictures Everybody is happier than you on that day. You get ads so, about like people falling in love. and Right. Or that person. Or that one thing that you. That one thing. Because you already know. is What is the 80-20 rule? That 20% that they don't do. That 20%. Everybody getting that 20% from their partner. Mm-hmm. But it seemed bigger. For you now than 20. It seems like the 80. Because you're getting <laughs> exposed to all of these other people. That's getting that 20 that you yearn for. Yep. Th- that. <clears throat> that's number one. Social media got you messed up. Also gives people access to other people so quickly. Because you know back in the day. And that's another thing. Back in the day. You know cheating. Infidelity. Flirting. All of that stuff was shunned upon. People were hiding that. It's not a secret no more. It's polygamy. <coughs> it's open marriages. It's just, just all kinds of things it's out glorified. here. It's glorified. You know, there now. was a time, I think, especially when we were growing up, all that stuff was just quiet because people kept it under wraps, you know, and coming up from those times. And then now it's like, the more people I can cheat on, the better. The more people <laughs> who know that I'm cheating on them, the better. The more <laughs> that I have side families with my side family with my side family, the better. The more I'm praised. You know, you're making my stock go up. Single one person. Who does that? <laughs> who does that? Right. You gotta have, you know, your your You gotta have Monday one through wife, a mistress one day, and a girlfriend. Something. And then your girlfriend has to have a girlfriend. Yeah. And then and she has to have I don't know what to So social media is making it worse. Um and just giving access to more people for more people to cheat. Um, the second thing I said, lack of awareness. A lot of people get married without knowing who they are, what they need. A lot of the times what you want is not what you need. For example, I know Ashley. I cannot date a man who doesn't communicate with me throughout the day. He will get choked out expeditiously. I'm telling y'all. I can't do it. I per- I know I have friends who be like, I don't need to talk to my dude every day. We can talk every other day. That's you, not me. <laughs> I need someone who's, and I'm not saying we texting all day long like you get busy. I'm talking about, okay, hey, we touch bases in the morning, in the <coughs> afternoon. Hey, I'm on my lunch break. What's up? And then in the evening, you end talk. I need that. 
I, I, I need that. <laughs> so me dating somebody like a, a professional athlete, he tall and got all the money and stuff, that's cute, but you can't hit me up all day. So I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. So I couldn't date that. Even if I wanted that, I couldn't date that. And I wouldn't do myself like that because I'm aware of me and who I am and what I need. I think a lot of people have this. I just heard a podcast I was telling Brittany about. This guy was on there and he was talking about a lot of men have this woman in their head, this woman that's on paper, that's a good woman, but they don't realize that that woman may not make them feel how they need to feel in order to commit forever. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say they want this one thing because a lot of our choices are skewed mm-hmm. because of societal norms, society. period. Our choices are like superficial anyway. You know? Because of societal like, norms. It's not what you need. It's right. what you want what because you want. TV told you to want it. They break down. They know our psychology. They know what we want. They know what we like. They know what people. Even what looks good changes over the years because of society. That's how much they brainwash us. Like, just a few in the 90s. Have y'all watched Boomerang? All them heifers was skinny. Everybody. All Everybody them heifers. On 90s TV was skinny. Skinny, skinny, skinny. Skinny. And now thick is in. And you had to hide your butt if you had a big butt. Exactly. Now thick is in. So don't tell me that they're not brainwashing you into believing these things. They are. So that's why you have to know yourself and be aware. And the last one is instant gratification. In the Bible, there are several books in the New Testament that talks about suffering. In this life, you will suffer. Long suffering is a thing. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? Long suffering means suffering for a long time. Okay, you heard what I said? <laughs> um, so we in this world that don't want to suffer at all, any inconvenience, any inconvenience about we, anything, about anything. And the more technology grows, even with COVID, now everybody wants groceries delivered. Amazon can deliver your pack. You can order your package at 2 p.m. and get your package delivered by six, maybe even quicker. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. I'm, I'm with Jeff. Please don't tell me nothing about Amazon. Because my eyes right. is closed. Please do right. Because I don't know if I can boycott him. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. I, I ordered it at two and came by six. The shipping was only $3. <laughs> if there was a shipping charge. With the same day, it is a, a charge. Oh, yeah, but day. with same day, everywhere else would have been 20 But it's only 3 and everything else free. Speaking my language. <laughs> I don't understand. But when we're in a society that tells us that nothing is wrong, everything has, we constantly have to be in a state of bliss. We constantly have to be happy because if you're not happy every single day, all day with your partner, that means you need to divorce them. And to cut off anything that's challenging to you. And it's like, didn't y'all say pressure make diamonds? So diamonds would be made with this mindset. That don't make sense. We just want cubics of corneas. Yes. <laughs> and then flex on them. like Yes, diamonds. on these fools. Yes. So I feel like that's really like Brittany said, number one. I think the instant gratification. And again, I'm not talking about Megan them because I don't know why they got a divorce. But I'm saying this is why I feel like a lot of people our age in our society right now today in 2021, in all the 20s really are getting a divorce because a lot of people want it quick and they be feeling like the feeling that i felt when i first engaged to, got engaged to you first marriage you that's how i'm gonna feel forever and that's right. not true that's not if you watch the tv show black love y'all i watched that show though i heard these married people say you remember that year i didn't talk to you yeah you didn't talk to your partner for a year i remember there was a, someone with celebrity who was just like 
happy. He was talking about his wife. It was a post. And he made a video or something. And he was like, let's say they were married for like 20 years. And he's just like, I loved um, saying happy anniversary to you for these last 19 years. And in parentheses, he was like, because that one year we didn't like each other. Yeah. And we didn't talk to each other. But the other 19, well, we cool. made it through. And people have, you know... Just because it's your anniversary doesn't mean let you like like your spouse. But um, it's what you were talking about. I want to jump on like instant gratification is the society definitely makes you feel like you have to cut off anything that challenges you or challenges you to be better. Like we all want to say, be better, focus on self, do all of this, whatever. But what makes you better is facing the truth. What makes you better is accountability. What makes you better is realizing sometimes you need to say sorry and apologize. But those are not things that are Discomfort readily... is growth. You discomfort can't have comfort growth. and growth in the same And sentence. if you're not doing it, if you are not uncomfortable... You're not growing. It doesn't feel... If it feels good all the time, I promise you, promise you, promise. You're not Jagged growing. edge, promise, promise, promise. You are not growing. You're not. I know some people are like, no, that's not really my thing. You don't have to focus on negative energy. You don't. You absolutely don't. But growing is uncomfortable. Period. We've all outgrown the clothes that we had when we were children. Try to put when them on right now. Try to put them on. <laughs> They're going to look awkward. You can't get into them. They're going to hurt. Something's going to break. And you know. Either the seams or you. Or the seams. <laughs> or you just know like this is not for me. This is not what it is. That's exactly what it should be. It's like growing is growing pains. You do get better. You you are stretched. You are put into positions in order to evolve, but it's going to be discomforting. And so people think that like, and that's also the second part I wanted to focus on, that when people get to marriage, especially, well, I've known from dudes, I've heard them say, people think that like, if you're not celibate before marriage, oh, that's not it. If you're not Faithful before marriage. Oh, Once you get married, you'll be you'll faithful. You'll be faithful. That don't make no sense. You ain't had no practice. You had no practice. You had no practice. That's like somebody think- like, listen, I ain't never played basketball a day in my life, but if you draft me to the league, I got you. But the minute. Houseway. How you got him? You ain't never had no practice. You don't even know what the X's and O means in the in, in the practice. <laughs> you don't know what side of the court we on. What's a play? Well, how we- What's a play? How many, how many players on the team? That's not what Maddie said, because in the instruction manuals, it said if I hit the X bot at the circle. You Baby, know what I mean? You, you like, need that discipline. That so, discipline comes right. before Your the marriage. Your discipline comes before marriage. And people think that marriage is why I was saying marriage in general, they think is a cure-all, fix-all for it's all not. of the problems that you have beforehand. It's not. If it you actually makes it worse from does. what I heard because when they feel worse. like I got you, or I could be my full ghetto my self. My full now. self. <laughs> if you don't know how to communicate before marriage, how is that going to work before? Like, would you marry somebody that you don't speak to or on the regular every day? We already know the answer. <laughs> I love seeing her face. <laughs> if you're not... Um, a person who is able to be disciplined enough to not sleep with everything that breathes and moves before you get married. What is that going to do when you are when they you think are married? Gonna talk. When they think they're going to stop cold turkey. Check. You think you stop with cold turkey? It's is that's not going to happen, and it's not going to work. <laughs> so when you have those two things mixed together, like I'm gonna just do whatever I want to do. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be grown. And then oh, now you're in marriage, and oh. You've lasted four days outside of that honeymoon phase, and now you're met with real issues of waking up and living with a whole other human being who has a whole other life and a whole other set of upbringings than you. Mm. And you guys have to come together to make this work as your union 
Now you're like, well, what is this? I feel like when people read their vows or the or they say I do, they don't be listening. Because <laughs> it literally says for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Or worse. Or worse. Sickness. Sickness. Mm-hmm. Sickness. That means if the day after you get married, your person falls sick with cancer, loses all their hair, loses the, right. the working of their limbs, you still got to be down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Reeves, like his like Superman way way back in the day mm-hmm. Superman great everything Superman you know in the I think it was the 70s don't quote me on the year and then he fell from a horse and became a quadriplegic and his wife helped him down Can, she's, like, she's a woman she's, she's a down a woman she's a G like she is a G you your husband went to have a nice leisure activity mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they he cannot move anything from his neck down I had another family friend. They got married, wanted to have kids. He bought a motorcycle, had a motorcycle accident. He was like in ICU for like eight weeks. Had to relearn how to talk, had to relearn his limbs, had metal plates put in his head. Much less you can't like, they didn't have a baby after that. She just took care of him. I mean, I'm talking like a 15 year like healing span. and. Now that he's finally, you know, healed and everything together, they finally had kids. But you, you think if you know that going into a marriage, you'd be like, let's sit this one out, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, So listen to the vows, people. I just think people think marriage, this is what people hear when they hear marriage. I'm in a, one, I think a lot of people just think the title of a marriage makes you better. No, they make you better than somebody. A flex. Yeah, because like they like, think I'm married. You're not. I thought not. you said fixer. Oh no, <laughs> they think yeah. yeah. Oh, flexer. Gotcha. It's like um, they think it makes you better than mm-hmm. somebody. Like it makes you more elite than another person that's single. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. And then two, they only think about I get to be with this person forever. They don't think about I get to be with this person even when I don't feel like it. Even if this person gets sick. Even if this person goes to jail. Even if this person like when they get on my nerves. Get fat. Even if this person, you know, something like you don't think about the bad and you have to. And I think for me, I think about the long suffering the most, which is crazy because I'm like, are you capable? You listen, I didn't suffer in my life, so I think I'm capable. But it's like, are you capable of those things? So I just think we have to like. read. Yeah. People do marry people they don't like. They do. I have loved somebody <laughs> that I know I didn't like. And I know, and I have a friend, I can't wait to have her on. I'm going to have her on in January. I mentioned her last time, um, who's been married for like eight years, eight or nine years. She's probably approaching a decade right now, but it's beautiful because she's our age and they've never had infidelity. It's just been like the issue she tells me about is regular people issues. Like Mm -hmm. how do you redefine the spark? That's the hardest part or losing yourself in the marriage, in the kids, in the day to day. And you forget. Like, dang, I'm in a whole relationship. This is my roommate, though. I was, reading, <laughs> I was reading a book. It's called Boundaries in Dating. And oh, yeah, I love that book. Boundaries series, but it's a great, great, great. And they were talking about, you know, pre-marriage or single folks. Everybody's like, what do you want in a spouse? And like, I want somebody who's like 6'2 and has this color eyes and makes this much money and it's gorgeous or blah, blah, blah. And they say, because they are also um, practicing therapists, and they said, you know, when they're 
with their clients, the majority of problems this isn't if someone's attractive enough, isn't if someone doesn't have money enough. Even it's they just, said it's even not even if somebody prays enough. It's not even some somebody prays enough. It's like communication, fidelity. Can I trust this person with money? Can I trust this person with responsibility? Um, maybe how do we raise our kids? It's like. And that was really eye-opening to me because people on the outside make marriage seem like it's the end-all, be-all, fix-all to any of the problems. Like, you know what's the cure for singleness is marriage and we're going to be fantastic. You get paired with the wrong person for the rest of your life and be miserable than you were (laughs) when you were single. But then you have to work on those things when they were talking about communication and how you rekindle the spark. And, you know, is he attracted to you? Are you attracted to him after Mm -hmm. the weight gain or weight loss? I don't know what's your thing. Um, And so they cut their beard off for lost then. (laughs) (laughs) Stick it back on. Just put some glue, some little facial glue. Stick that sucker back on. Um, And so that leads to the bigger picture of focusing in your singlehood. Like, okay, when you get married, these are the things that you need to pay attention to, not all the superficial aesthetic stuff that society constantly wants you to choose. choose. Yeah. So again, we don't know what they got a divorce for. So sad. At the the end of the day, this is just what I want you to. (laughs) One more time. I'm sad. Uh... End of the day, this is what I want you to leave this uh, with. Um, Grieve that they were the couple that encouraged you. I get that because I'm the type of person like when I'm going through a struggle, I try to find people who are also going through that struggle <clears throat> who made it out so I know okay, cool. I'm going to make it out. So if they were your couple, grieve it. I get it why you're upset. I get some of y'all modeled them and y'all may have even made them an idol without knowing, you know, but it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to grieve it, but please don't put this on God. Please don't feel like God is abandoning them or abandoning you because the couple that was supposed to make it didn't. Please don't feel like um, being celibacy, being celibacy, being celibate no longer works because the people who were celibate, they didn't make it. So what's the point? Understand, redefine your why. And for me, understand, like for somebody like me, again, I would love to get my coochie wet, but in my process of celibacy, I've grown so much as a person and the woman I am today, I know for a fact I never could have become her as quickly Mm. as I did without cutting that part out of my life. Because remember why you cut sex off in the first place. Because it wasn't just because you read the weight. Something triggered you to stop. Something triggered you to stop. For me, I told you sex had done nothing but hurt me. And all the dudes I gave it to, none of them deserved it. None of them deserved it. I'm going to tell you right now, none of them deserved my body. The none of them. None of them deserved it. None of them they deserved it. All trash. All of them were trash. <laughs> so it's like that three seconds of climax that you get, is it worth it for real? So just remember your why and remember why you started in the first place and don't feel like just because they didn't work, that God is no longer working. That's not the truth. That's not the truth. So that's, that's all I got to say. And like you said the last time, what would you say to your followers who um, are not faith-based? And my people who are not faith-based, I don't really got nothing to say, <laughs> say to them <laughs> in this one just because 
Um, is this recording? I'm sorry, we're having the technical difficulties. Per usual. <laughs> um I if you're not faith based and you're taunting those who are feeling like the process doesn't work, all I can do um is pray for you because is your process working? <laughs> Well, yeah, I get like, faith-based, but still believe in marriage. But faith-based, but still wanted to be celibate for the right. Um, it, it's thing. the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. yeah, I think it's the same thing because it's kind of like, what you are you doing? And it, it has to be for, and it has to be bigger than wanting to get married or feeling like. Because honestly, right now in today's day and age, when they are making fun of young ladies who are in high school, middle school for being virgins, middle school, middle school and high school are being made fun of for being virgins. Because in my day, it was a prized possession. What? It was a prized possession. But right now, it's like you're looking, you're being looked down upon for not busting it wide open. Honestly, being celibate, celibate is is actually. Not good if you're trying to get a man. <laughs> so your wide definitely got to be heavier. They want to get a man. It has to be bigger than your feelings because oh, for sure, feelings change. Feelings fluctuate. Feelings are liars. Feelings are liars, and they go through a myriad but of emotions. It like, just goes back to what made you consider celibacy in the first place. Because if sex was good to you and it had done nothing but make you feel good. And you were cool with it because some people do have a healthy relationship with sex and they're cool. That's fine. But I'm talking to the people who are upset with the fact that Meg and Devon got a divorce because they were either considering celibacy. They are in the process right now and they're feeling like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Remember why you stopped in the first place? Because there was a reason. Because all the people that I know who had sex after being celibate for a while, all came to me and told me it wasn't worth it. Mm. Don't do it. I'm telling you, they came to me. Don't do it. It wasn't worth it. I wish Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have done it. So, yeah. But again, end of the day, don't blame God. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Just don't blame Jesus. Like, Jesus up here like... Cause we don't know what happened, know what happened, but I just know because of Christianity, they don't get the same grace they don't. as everybody else. Christians are not supposed to have problems. Yeah. Ever. And that's a lie. Cause if you read your Bible, <laughs> if you turn with me to first Peter <laughs> or scroll on your Bible, if yeah. you scroll through Corinthians, really, if you read anything, Paul wrote and he wrote a large portion of he the new Testament. The of which I am he greatest. talked to you about you's going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you's a Christian, you's going to suffer. Okay. Got to add the S to it. <laughs> so you knows that it's real. But yeah, um, the church is in mourning and I look forward to hearing the opinions. Cause I know it's going to be a slew. Okay. Yeah. There's peace after suffering. We I don't mean, leave you want to like downer, but it's not a downer. It's just, you know, it's real morning. You know, uh, what is it? What is it? Something come at night. Joy come in the morning. <laughs> what is it? Weeping. Yeah. I'll be reading my Bible. That don't mean that I memorize all the scriptures, <laughs> but, um, bye you guys. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.